0: Welcome to the Jesus Joy and Java podcast, 3-part Christmas series. I am your host, Patty Nava. Let's grab a cup of java and sit back while we learn about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The real reason for the season. Welcome to part two of the three-part Christmas series. In last week's episode, we learned about Zacharias and Elizabeth. The angel Gabriel visited Zacharias and told him that his wife Elizabeth would have a child. They were both advanced in age and gave God all the glory for this miraculous news. The boy Elizabeth gave birth to was none other than John the Baptist. Today we will learn about Angel Gabriel's visit to Mary and the connection she had to Elizabeth. So let's jump in. I will be reading and paraphrasing from the book of Luke chapters 1 verses 26 to 45 and I will also be in the book of Matthew chapters 2 and 13. As always I recommend that you go back and read these chapters on your own. In the book of Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 35, we read that in Nazareth of Galilee lived a young virgin named Mary. She was probably about 12 to 14 years old and was engaged to a young man named Joseph, who was believed to be approximately 18 years old. Both are descendants of King David. One day, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary as she is going about her daily chores. He tells her that as a virgin she will conceive a child by the Holy Spirit, and his name is to be called Jesus. Gabriel says to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. He goes on to say, that Jesus will be called the Son of the Most High God, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to Gabriel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? Gabriel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you And the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. She is, of course, amazed by this, but she receives the word from Gabriel in faith. As we keep on reading in Luke 1, verses 36 to 38, we learn that the conversation with the angel Gabriel doesn't end there. Gabriel tells Mary that a relative of hers named Elizabeth has also conceived a son through supernatural help from God. The implication is that God wants Mary to go to Elizabeth. Gabriel says, and behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she, who was called barren, is now in her sixth month for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So Mary gets the hint and goes to visit Elizabeth. She entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. Okay, I'm over here trying to picture Zacharias during this encounter between Elizabeth and Mary. Remember, he still cannot speak. So all he could do was watch and try to figure out what these two women were talking about. I'm sure the body language and the excitement made it very clear and confirmed to Zacharias that what the angel Gabriel had foretold was all happening, just as he said. So this encounter between Elizabeth and Mary is a beautiful reminder of how God has an amazing plan for our lives. God chose Elizabeth and Mary, one an older barren woman and the other a teenage virgin, engaged to be married. What did they have in common? I would think it was perhaps that they had a strong faith in God and trusted in His plans for their lives. He included them in His plan so they could be an encouragement to one another. I just love how God brings us friends to help us and encourage us when we are being obedient to Him. The Bible tells us to be an encouragement to one another. In First Thessalonians 5.11, it says, Encourage one another and build each other up. Do you know someone who is being obedient to what God has asked him or her to do? well give them a call and ask them how you can be of help or encouragement put them on your prayer list and pray for them every morning when god put it in my heart to start this podcast he also put some sisters in christ in my path who have been an amazing encouragement to me by praying for me or meeting with me for coffee or I have a friend that even blessed me with items that she personally made for me so that I could promote the podcast. So what I'm trying to say is just as Mary and Elizabeth must have been a great support to one another, it's a blessing to have someone support you or when we can be that encouragement to others who are also doing God's will. Okay, let's get back to Mary. According to the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, we learn that approximately three months later, Mary returns from her visit with Zacharias and Elizabeth and meets privately with Joseph. Can you imagine how Mary must have felt having to tell Joseph, her fiance, about her visit from Angel Gabriel? Well, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, thought about sending her away secretly. While considering if he would send her away, behold, the angel Gabriel appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Now all of this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called him Jesus. Let's not forget that just like Mary, Elizabeth, and Zacharias, Joseph was also chosen by God. His role in Jesus' life would be extremely important as an adoptive father who would show Jesus how to become a carpenter, but most importantly, he would keep baby Jesus safe. There's something I'd like to point out from the first two parts of this Christmas series. Did you notice that in part one last week, Zacharias doubted Angel Gabriel? And in today's episode, we see that Mary had faith. Last week, we learned that Zacharias asked the Angel Gabriel how will i know this for certain for i am an old man and my wife is advanced in years in other words he was questioning gabriel's message we know that zacharias was a priest and as a religious leader and priest of the temple he already knew that abraham and sarah had a son in late life so by asking for another sign he was demonstrating a lack of faith that God could and would provide. And this is why Zacharias was mute until his son was born. Now for Mary, it's not so much a matter of not trusting Gabriel or believing in his message. She just wasn't sure how this was going to happen. She said to Gabriel, How can this be since I am a virgin? she only needed further information about how it is possible for a woman to have a baby without having had relations with a man and after gabriel explains that the holy spirit would accomplish the task she accepts without further question and has complete trust in god's plan now let me ask you this have you ever had to trust in what god is doing in your life without really understanding his plan? In Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. You see, it's like when we were children and our parents used to tell us to do something, but it just did not make sense to us at that time. Now we look back and can understand why our parents asked us to do that. For example, My dad would always tell me that I had to speak proper Spanish, and he would correct me when I said a word incorrectly. At that time, I didn't understand why I even needed to speak Spanish, when everyone I knew only spoke English. My friends at school didn't speak Spanish, and I didn't think it was important. But as I grew older, I noticed that every job that I had paid me more for speaking two languages and now i have a career as an interpreter thanks dad (laughs) so this concludes part two i hope you have been encouraged to go back and read the story of mary and joseph i am so excited to meet with you again next monday as we will be in the third and final part of this christmas series we'll take a look at joseph and mary's journey from nazareth to the little town of Bethlehem, where Jesus is born. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you have rated this podcast or shared it with your sister friends, I appreciate you and send you a big special thank you. Please don't forget to follow Jesus, Joy, and Java on Facebook at fb.com slash jesusjoyjava. Also on Instagram at jesusjoy underscore java and on YouTube at Jesus Joy and Java. Feel free to email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com. Your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you for listening and I pray your cup may always be filled with Jesus, Joy, and Java. Thank you.